Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. This is your girl CJ and you are listening to Riding the Waves of Life. Thank you very much for joining me on the show once again and as usual, you know that I'm always excited and happy to have you here with me. Mm. What are we going to talk about today? Well, well, well. We have a very interesting topic for today, don't we? Sexual compatibility. What exactly is sexual compatibility? I know you've heard these two words together before. You must have heard it some way, somehow. You know, from that girl or that boy who wanted a relationship with you. And one of the arguments that they used was that... um, you know, when you maybe said that you wanted to wait until after marriage, uh, that they needed to check whether you two were sexually compatible and that is why they cannot wait. They need to check whether the key fits into the hole. They need to check whether um, the peg fits into the socket. They need to check whether the engine fits them. You know, all the, the terms, the fancy terms that you can think of. And so, have you ever asked yourself, is this sexual compatibility thing even a real thing? Or are people making it up? just as a reason or a cover-up to get sex when they are not yet entitled to it, you know? So we are going to dissect this topic today and I hope that you stick with me all the way through the end. So, people want to check whenever they are interested in you you know this is the norm of the day of our generation today and it is rampant even among young supposed christians when someone is interested in you they want to check they want to know whether the two of you are going to be a match in bed later but you know something is this thing even a a real or valid reason for you to um, sleep with someone is this a valid concern is this a valid concern or is this just some made up uh, I don't know flimsy excuse for people to do whatever they want you know for freeloaders (laughs) well my advice to you is pretty straightforward and simple listen to me especially if you are a young Christian who is trying to honor God with their everything, with their body, because the Bible says that your body is the temple of God. You want to wait until after marriage. Yes, you want to wait because it is not just about um, having, let me use the raw word, us with someone no you know sex is an exchange of energies you are mixing up your energy with someone whatever energy they carried from elsewhere is coming to be mixed up with yours as you also mix yours with this and you are coming to create a bond which can be quite you know tough to break sometimes if things uh, happen not to go right you know And there is just this thing about someone seeing your nakedness before they are supposed to see it. But then, let me stop being vague. 
what are the reasons why I think that sexual compatibility is all a made-up myth or idea in our minds? Why do I say so? What are my reasons? What are the arguments that I could maybe use to convince you as to why you should wait until after marriage? All right, let's hear it. I know some people may go like, yeah, maybe um, you would have an uh, unpleasant surprise after marriage. What if you find out that um, uh, they are not functional down there? Or what if you find out that you don't like how they do it? Well, let me tell you something. This compatibility thing, sexual compatibility thing, is it a reality or a myth? Let's get into that. I would say... It is more of a myth because it's uh, it has more to do with mentality. If you tell me that you need to sleep with everybody you are dating because you want to find out whether you are sexually compatible, then how many people are you going to sleep with until you find the right one for you? Plus, sex, lovemaking is something that can be learned. So the most essential and important thing is to be with someone that you are friends with. Sex is easier and more enjoyable when you are enjoying it with a partner whom you are friends with and whom you are not afraid to communicate your wants and needs and desires and fantasies to. So as long as you have that friendship basis, you have someone who is willing to learn how to please you. You have someone who um, has a teachable heart and attitude Anything can be learned. Love making is something that is dynamic. It can be improved. Our desires and our wishes, they change day in and day out. What you liked yesterday, you might not like tomorrow. So the most important thing is to find someone who is willing to study you and, and, and pleasure you as much as you do them. It, it's not about finding someone that you think fits perfectly and already knows all the ways to please you. There's nobody like that in the world who already knows all the way to please you. You always have to teach your partner. If you have to teach them, then what's the rush to start um, finding this sexual compatibility before you guys are married? Plus, there are a host of other issues that you avoid by waiting until you are married, you know. I do not have to cite them. Some have to do with your health and spiritually, there's also a lot of implications because you are bonding your energies to someone. Sex goes beyond the physical aspect. It's a spiritual act that carries a lot of significance and a lot of can have a lot of consequences so when we are told or um, our maker admonishes us not to do something it is more for our benefit than his people think if i if i practice purity uh, i wait until marriage i'm doing it for god you are not doing it for god you are doing it for yourself he is a good father and he is only trying to protect you and to guard you guide you in the right direction so if you do it you're doing it for your own good um also let's not even go into unwanted pregnancies and all that that's a whole other thing that you know you just don't want but then yes that's my advice to you ladies keep sex out of the mix because once you bring that in it changes the entire dynamic of the relationship it makes things more complicated it creates some kind of 
bond or should I say bondage that wouldn't have been there um, if you did not start having sex before you got married. Because I can tell you, it is easier to break away from a relationship when you have not started um, exploring each other's bodies um, compared to when you have. Because it creates this stronghold, you know, between the two of you that makes it cloud, can cloud your judgment, can prevent you from seeing this person's true flaws and shortcomings, can make you ignore red flags, you see, that you wouldn't have ignored if you were not already um, sleeping with this person. When you take sex out of the equation, that is when you are truly able to see whether the two of you really have something uh, more valuable or something in common, something to share. Because sometimes sex is just used as a camouflage, yes, to forming a true and real bond with the person you are interested in you two meet and then next thing you know the clothes are off you're having sex once you are done you go your separate ways next time you meet you do the same thing again it becomes a routine and in the end you are not really getting to know this person you are not really building anything valuable because what you spend the entire time exploring each other's bodies you see that in most relationships when you take the sex away there's nothing left they don't know how to talk to each other they cannot enjoy each other's company when there's nothing sexual they cannot build anything together they cannot exchange ideas they cannot talk about their true selves learn to know each other's likes and dislikes do's and don'ts and see each other for who they truly are you know and the other thing that sex can do is that it can keep you in bondage. Why do I say so? Have you ever noticed that sometimes you look at a man or woman that is in an abusive relationship? I mean, it is so obvious. Everybody can see that this relationship is abusive and they need to run for the hills. They need to get out of there, but they are not moving an inch. And everybody that is looking from the outside just looks and keeps wondering but this person is more treating you they are beating you they are abusing you they are uh i mean all the things you can think about they are berating you they are gaslighting you they are making you miserable you've become a shell and a shadow of yourself why are you not leaving and sometimes the answer is that they are hooked on the sex Yes, they are so hooked on the sex that they cannot leave. And even when they try, they end up coming back. They end up coming back because they just cannot have enough of it. This is how come some people get married and still go back to their toxic exes. Because that ex was good enough to have sex with, but not good enough to be a lifelong partner. So they go and marry the one whom they think is good enough. And then they keep going back to the other person for sex because they never really take the time to learn how to enjoy the same sex with their new life partner. The other uh, thing that I would like to share has to do with um, faithfulness. You see, if you are dating someone who tells you that I cannot be with you unless you sleep with me, what is to say that tomorrow when the two of you are apart, they will be able to restrain themselves 
to discipline themselves, to hold their edges, to hold back from acting on their edges. I mean, there's no assurance. If they cannot restrain themselves today, if they cannot wait on you out of love, if they cannot be disciplined and control their edges now, what shows or what proves to you that they will be able to do so after marriage? So does it mean that whenever you are not around, you have traveled maybe to school in another country, to work in another country, uh, you have to be worried about your husband or your wife staying faithful to you because they want what they want and they want it now and they cannot wait? I mean, it's only children who behave that way. Only children behave that way. I want what I want and I want it right now because I cannot control myself. But able-bodied adults, grown-ups who are mature and who are fully using their brain and are wise should know that, no, this is something that you should be able to to hold back from just for a time because your partner might not always be there to satisfy your edges. So that is one of the purposes of practicing um, chastity or holding on until after marriage to have sex. It teaches you patience. It teaches you self-control. It teaches you how to honor and value your partner and wait for them alone when you need your urges and your sexual needs to be satisfied. Because yes, sex is a need. It is a need. But this need can be controlled. It needs to be to be to be walled in because if you let it run wild you you are running to your own ruin and that is not a good look or a good way to live your life you should be with someone whom you are able to trust with your eyes closed someone about whom you you can have your peace of mind knowing that no matter where you go or what opportunities come your way in any part of the world you can peacefully go and pursue them and your partner will still be faithfully waiting for you yes will challenges come will challenges arise probably because we are human but that is how you know that this person can wait for you if they can abstain and wait until you two are bonded in marriage ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for sticking with me all the way through to the end i hope i've been able to shed some light on this topic now this was part one look out watch out for part two where we are going to go into more details and be more explicit so i am warning you if your ears are too holy for this show then please don't listen to the next episode because it's only going to get worse for you (laughs) all right so as usual you were listening to your homegirl cj and this was riding the waves of life until next time be well bye bye